Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of All About Sports, the podcast. I'm Aniket here, and I have Shobham and Mazhar, who you already know. These are our regular co-hosts, but not today. Not today. Today, there is a bit of a role reversal. They are just guests. But at this point, I would also like to introduce a special guest for the podcast, Karthik Khanna. Karthik is a co-founder of the Starter Labs. He's also a footballer at Bombay Gym Khanna. And 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 from the threads he's sporting, yes, okay, he's a Liverpool supporter. All right, I can see Maz in his retro. <laughs> Shubham, Shubham showing off the badge. So as you can tell, as you can tell, we are at the cusp of a very important game at the top of the Premier League table. Liverpool are going to host Manchester United. Manchester United are three points ahead. Surprisingly, they're three points ahead of the defending champion. And we'll champion. be six ahead soon. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is this is the boisterous spirit I was going for. <laughs> this is what I'm looking forward to. Hey, one minute, hold on, one minute, hold on, one minute, hold on. Uh, Karu showed his jersey. We showed our jersey. You show your jersey also, na please. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Bottom half FC. Let's go. <laughs> I I have no qualms about the team I support. You know this. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard enough to be an Arsenal fan in the post 2010s. So <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Everyone, but, uh, everyone on this chat, everyone on this chat, uh, on this on this chat, kind of understands what it's like to be in the dumps. Because I've been a Liverpool fan when we were in the dumps. United, unfortunately, was in the dumps recently. Yeah, and uh, Arsenal's, but they've been there for a while now. They've been there for a while. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I have absolutely no remarks. So Caro says, Caro is... says, Arsenal have been in in the dumps for a while. Says a person who just got out of the dumps last year. Calm down, okay, relax. Fair enough, but 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 we're out of the dumps, right? <laughs> and how, man? And how? Like you yeah, can't, yeah, you, can't, you can't, can't even I, say I, anything. I, I can't smack someone upwards, right? <laughs> it always has to go downwards. But anyway, Caro. So Liverpool with the side they have. Three points behind United, who who kind of get bashed every every odd week about the team not being great. What are your thoughts on the season so far for Liverpool specifically? I mean, I mean, uh, as a fan who's seen who I think has peaked, I've peaked as a fan, right? I've seen Barcelona, I've seen the comebacks with, uh, I've seen those games with Roma, City, Barca, the Champions League. So uh, obviously, I expect a lot from the team. Uh, but i think this season the agenda is just try and finish as high up as possible so the fact that we were first for a long time um, i i think it was surprising to a lot of liverpool fans as well uh, the the tone has become that people want to expect liverpool to win but they're not realizing that liverpool aren't missing two first team regulars they're technically missing three right so uh, uh, i mean you lose your center backs uh, but you also have fabino who's a world class holding midfielder who's playing out of position uh, so you can't expect him to have the same output, which which is why, according to me, Aro, are technically missing three. Sorry players. to like, cut you off there. Jamie Carragher thinks he's the best centre back in the league at the moment. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying. Okay, <laughs> um, okay. Um, we I think we still need to give credit to Fabino for he's pulled off like a pretty solid role at centre back. But he's still, I think okay. It's like uh, let me give you an example, right? You have all of your uh, United don't technically have right wingers besides Dan James, but let's say all of your right wing options are over, right? You just have Rashford and and maybe one more player, so you you use them on the left and the right uh, or up top. But now you're suddenly expecting Bruno to give you 
an entire season at right wing there's no way he's going to be as uh, good as he is from the hole he's a he's a top class player so he's still going to give you that output but there's no way you can expect him to have the same output from right wing as he is from from center attacking mid and i feel midfield and center back is still is still further apart than like an attacking midfielder in the hole and an attacking midfielder from the wing uh, so i i think pool's not doing a bad job i think uh, i think it's fine uh, unfortunately Hello, i wonder put i wonder me on a chat on... with two united supporters at the worst possible time no caro <laughs> i wonder thoughts on what gary neville said recently he said United are three points ahead of yeah. Liverpool's best team ever. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, on paper, best team ever, right? But uh, when Van Dijk doesn't step onto a pitch for the entire season, if you want to call it the best team ever, still, please, Gary Neville, by all means, go for it. <laughs> You're not fooling anybody. This is what most Liverpool fans are saying, considering they're not at the top of the table right now. Because it it is is at least I've not seen anyone use it as an excuse. which is a positive thing right you admit that there's an injury that leaves a gap in the team and a second so as long as, as long as you're not using it as an excuse that we would have been on top um had van dyke been playing uh so we've had caro's take on the season so far for liverpool mazar shobham what are your thoughts on the united season so far because there have there has been a drubbing there's been an absolute drubbing there have been some very good games from united end the ole out brigade uh, resurfaces every three games <laughs> what are your thoughts on that you know before before mazar before you uh, uh, express your thoughts on how united have performed uh, just for all our viewers and listeners what karu mentioned the fact that they don't have van dijk and they don't have gomez their regular center back pairing the sort of impact this had on liverpool i was just i just came across these uh, stats so right now after 17 games liverpool are 33 points and at the same time, at the same point last season they were 49 points they were first in the league the season before that they were 45 points and the season before that they were 31 points the fact that these two players haven't been there it's a, it has almost taken liverpool back to where they were four seasons back and very interestingly when you talk about player influence uh, in terms of any player who's played for more than 45 minutes what sort of influence they've had in the team uh, van dijk last season 29 matches played uh every time he played liverpool won 27 of those matches which is 93% influence and gomez 14 uh, matches played 14 wins so 100% influence so i totally uh, agree with you on the fact that when you lose a two center back pairing i think that's the reason why there is a 16 point deficit um uh, largely what we see this season so that is in terms of liverpool and um, mazar yeah what's happening with united man coming to united now uh I don't even know what to say. Honestly, even we, like Gary Neville, just sent a video to JB Carragher of him laughing. Right, we were at the top of the table, and when laughing because we actually, when you watch us play, okay, fine, barring the last maybe four or five games where we've actually looked like a good team, like a top table side, it's been very helter skelter to be honest. It's it seemed like. uh solchar didn't know what he was doing everyone kept criticizing that we have no attacking tactics or play we are very dependent on individual brilliance i'm not saying no but i mean it all comes down to one man and one man only bruno <laughs> it's it's not oli's at the wheel it's bruno's at the wheel 100% 100% for us and it's crazy how and that brings me back to what caro said right one player can have such a big impact on a team that it changes and it does wondrous thing 
and you look at even madrid right madrid uh, ronaldo left suddenly they really struggle and are still struggling so it's hard to fill in those gaps and voids so united went from a completely mediocre side to well the top i would i would still say they're in the yeah, top 3 yeah, teams i feel like city and liverpool are way ahead still sorry caro but i mean i know you guys are missing your key players but tactically at least klopp's a genius he'll figure out a way to win i think henderson has become this ultimate central midfielder <laughs> genuinely like i used to hate the guy i still do of, of course i do but in terms of <laughs> very differently <laughs> yeah but he's definitely like like i remember when he joined the league uh, someone had termed him as a headless chicken i think it was steve mcmahon or someone and now well, he may, yeah. he runs rings around everyone in midfield so coming back to united yeah. i think the main difference that i've seen with united and why and everyone saying that you know we've basically overachieved this season this should have been united next season they were saying that it would be a three year sort of model in place that's why socha was given a three year contract so he's already overachieving but that's also because the other teams are underachieving let's face it defensively we still have a lot of holes to uh, plug in i don't know why they are so scared of clearing the damn ball when the ball comes in from set plays and crosses it's just so frustrating to watch the first thing you do is panic hit it away we just don't touch it no no i'm going to leave it literally i remember that goal uh, the lester second goal uh, wadi's equalizer maguire was right there he sees the ball but he leaves it thinking that oh wan bisaka or whoever was behind him sorry it was osumensa i believe will clear the ball away come on dude stand up hit it away that's your role the ball comes into the box hit it anywhere just away from goal so very frustrating defensively offensively top top side on the counter my god we're breathtaking it brings us back to fergie days and, and i'm not even exaggerating when i say that but uh, oh, me, it's not just on the counter though right they 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 just overall they've been attacking so much better i that's why i told you go ahead and say it because on in the past month i think united's been a better side than most uh, across europe right i'm not going to say they're the best they're never going to get that from me but i think they're right up there at least based on the past 30 45 days uh, and it's not just counter attack man like they're, they're, they're they have so much swagger on the ball you have pogba coming in playing on the left and he's having good games extremely silly with the way he gives the ball away still and i think he will always be but it just there's this there's a there's like a really strange confidence in the air and like as as an opposition fan i've not seen that with united since fogi left right which is um, a positive it's it's pretty solid but one more thing to mention caro is united have failed when it's mattered the most <laughs> historically as well historically as well not in the league yeah. but in uh, like in the other competitions europe yeah. especially right uh this united side still is not ready to compete is what i believe we've seen that we've been knocked out of four semi finals now that's exactly how many semi finals ferguson was knocked out of over his 26 year career so when you look at that stat it's been so six years he didn't make any semi finals so it doesn't count <laughs> fair 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 but that that time there was not so much money involved the players weren't as great now we actually yeah. what our defense is only like 200 plus million worth so it's crazy when you think about no, it no but but to put in no, perspective I, I think what this game uh, is a big mess yeah what mazar united uh, what, game 
So I'm I'm just saying to put into perspective what Mazhar said about Bruno and Caro also mentioned that United look very confident. To bring in some numbers since the time Bruno made his debut last season, uh, first Feb, uh, 35 games played and his goal contribution that is goals and assists is 34. So he's the highest out of, and out of the top 10 that are there, there are two more United players with Rashford uh, having played 30 games and 17 goals assists and Martial 27 games with 18 goal goals and assists. Now, what is interesting is the fact that, other than the fact that Bruno is really performing very well, perhaps outperforming, he has made the attack better because now you have Rashford and Martial also getting these numbers, and largely I think it is because of Bruno. And, but what I find very interesting is the fact that in this top ten, there's just one Liverpool player. We have Salah with 29 matches played and only 22, not only 22 goals and assists is fantastic, but in the top ten, there's just one Liverpool player. So I want to pose a question to Caro: that do you feel? your attack as compared to what it is last season it has it is not performing the way it was performing i've really had this discussion with way too many people so i'm going to uh, i'm going to try and concise it a little bit but according to me when liverpool uh, when liverpool defend it starts from the front and when liverpool attack it starts from the back right so uh, i'm and i haven't done this i've not done this research I'm, i don't have all the stats like you shivam but uh, i think if you notice Taro, like what believe me no one does ha huh? This guy comes up with all these numbers every time, and we're just stand, uh, staring at him like, dude, how? Why? We did do all this prep work, but yeah, but uh, yeah. So, but what I mean is, like, you've got your two centre backs, right? Who aren't, uh, or rather, the team is not as confident in the centre backs, which means Liverpool's uh, additional creators were their wing backs last season, but their wing backs don't have all that freedom. They suddenly have to stay back a lot more. I think if you've seen uh, more than five or six Liverpool games, you'll notice how much deeper Trent and Robertson are starting from, um, which is technically affecting the whole team because they're not able to push up with that much uh, with that much freedom. You again got your holding midfielder, which was either Henderson or Fabinho, who would be sitting and guarding those that that two-man defence. They're also missing, which means just while moving forward, they don't have that. That that incentive with all eleven players. All of a sudden, instead of two or three players manning defensive duties, you've got your back four manning defensive. But you've also got your midfield that suddenly more cautious, thinking, okay, you know what? We've not got BVD to to stop absolutely any human with the football at his feet. We've got Fabinho, who's probably going to get beaten. We've got Matip, who's probably going to pick up a red. Uh, Robo Trent again. Robo solid defensively. Trent not as much, right? So. You you can't rely on him completely. He's getting there, but he's still young. He's got a long way to go. Uh, so I think the defense being so weak has definitely affected the attack, and it's very evident, especially with teams that set up like a low block. So Liverpool don't have like how do you get past them? Because suddenly people have two things on their mind, which is attack and defense. So the entire team just kind of sets up in the box. You had all eleven players behind the box and uh, behind the ball, and and Liverpool can't do anything anymore because they don't have that freedom. Uh, so. I think that's what matters, and that's why Salah. If you notice, he's just somehow got in the goals, right? You don't look at him running at defenders as much, beating defenders as much. It's just not happening because that uh, fluidity in the movement—it's—it's it's not there. So, uh, which is why when Liverpool landed up first, uh, it, it was a shock, I think, to most Liverpool supporters that you know we've just kind of landed up here. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it is what it is, and Klopp has to figure something and get by. <laughs> Hey, are you like us and trying to make your own podcast, but aren't really sure where to get started? Well, when we first began, we didn't really know how to get our podcast out there to the hundreds of different podcast platforms. That's where Anchor comes in. Anchor is your one-stop shop for all things podcasting from start to finish. It allows you to record and edit your podcast, 
and then when you're ready to publish, distributes it to a ton of podcasting platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Once you've posted your episode, Anchor tracks listening across platforms and graphs your performance across countries, age groups, and platforms. That's how we know that 4% of our listeners are in Hong Kong. If you're listening from Hong Kong right now, well, thank you. And Anchor is totally free. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Now back to the pod. I really like what Caro just said. Since the focus for Liverpool has shifted from the front to the back, they've not looked the same team. Now think about United. Since the focus shifted up, uh, up ahead with Bruno, they look like a completely different team. And Shobham Ben. I mean, we spoke about how much of an impact one player could have in terms of BVD and Bruno. Bruno just won his fourth player of the month, if I'm not wrong, in a calendar year, yeah, which is the Ronaldo most... and Henri's record. Yeah. So, just that, that's absolutely massive. So, nobody can discount the impact of one player on a side to begin with. And now, since we're on the topic of Bruno, Bruno is linked heavily to penalties. All right. And another man who spoke about penalties <laughs> very recently, manager of the Liverpool team, he happened to say that United has won the most penalties in the last four or five seasons. But, Mazar, is that untrue? That is absolutely untrue. The The official stat, and I, I read this on Twitter, and it was from like a legitimate uh, stats recording, whatever, some page. They tweeted that since Ferguson left, United. Liverpool has won more penalties than United till late. And only this season, United has won one more penalty than Liverpool. So, he's... I, I feel like... Uh, and why I love it, and I'm sure all United fans love this, is because finally, teams seem to be flustered by us. That fear factor seems to be, have come back. People are like, now... moment the hate starts, you know that, okay, we're in people's <laughs> heads now and we're there. Suddenly and, relevant again. Yeah, we're relevant again, and it and we and come on, man. Let's face it. United fans love to be hated. That's too. I mean, that I know you guys hate that statement. Not arrogant, just better. But we fucking love it, man. It's our favorite thing. It's our favorite line. So, uh, I think they are a bit flustered, and uh, I just think it's that. And well, to be fair, I like the fact that Klopp even is criticizing United because I. It's been so quiet and so dead between United and Liverpool. It just never felt like a Northwest derby over recent times. So, maybe this will add some fire to it. You know, one thing I would like to mention is on this, on what Klopp said. I read this again, I think, on Twitter. I don't exactly remember. Either Twitter or Instagram. Somewhere I saw this. It basically said that uh, this season, all the penalties that United have got, if it's taken away from us, we'll still be second in the league. But if the amount of penalties that Liverpool have got, if it's taken away from them... I don't know exactly, but they wouldn't be in the top six. So, the penalties oh. have actually favoured Liverpool a lot more than it has, uh, than it has United. But, uh, Caro, I'd like to ask you that, considering that Klopp is saying things like this, and definitely United are, uh, are a team that Liverpool or City are also keeping an eye on. And you guys have a lot of injuries. United have been playing well. Yeah. We've been grinding out results. And Klopp comes out and says something like this. Do you feel like psychologically, uh, I wouldn't say they feared us, but do you think now they're taking us like more seriously and, and, and they might be a little worried 
about what's going to happen at Anfield, considering that you guys haven't lost like what sixty-seven games at Anfield in the league or something. Fair enough, man. I think uh, I think any team right now, even if United go to a uh, Madrid, a Bayern, a Barca, a uh, Juventus, any team is need to show that. Uh, I mean, they don't need to show that respect, but they need to have that respect for United because, again, like I said, past thirty, sixty days they've been one of the better sides across Europe, and there's no two ways to that, right? Uh, so I, I think. they're definitely on the radar teams are giving them a little bit more of respect and and it shows right look at the way united are able to take out that one nil those one nil two one victories that's it's it's not going to happen if teams are not wary of you if they're not scared because it's evident that united is putting in uh, minutes and minutes of pressure before they're getting that one detrimental goal right so uh, so i think liverpool definitely wary of united so as is any other side in the pl uh, coming back to your pen claim right uh, again i had that discussion with someone Uh, I think it's a very incorrectly represented statistic, right? Because uh, you spoke about how if Liverpool hadn't been given, if Liverpool would be, if Liverpool's penalties were taken away, then they would be sixth. But I don't think Klopp is cribbing about that. I think Klopp is cribbing about the fact that a lot of penalties were not given to Liverpool. Uh, case in mind, you look at the Southampton game where uh, you had, uh, I think, Walker Peters. Walker Peters is literally flinging Mane, right? You you look at one of those instances. Where Mane is ahead of Walker Peters, and he's literally he's gone behind Walker Peters. There's no way that he can physically land up there if Walker Peters is not using some kind of force, right? It's not possible. You look at similar same game. You look at Mane trying to run over the keeper, and the keeper's actually caught his leg. Uh, but you look at it the other way. Liverpool, I think it was Liverpool Everton where uh, where Robertson gave away the penalty to Richarlison maybe, and Richarlison didn't even appeal, but it went up to VAR. So I think Klopp is talking about those decisions. Uh, but i think the one thing that klopp and robbo both have said and they've said very correctly is um, they don't have a problem with those penalties coming or going coming their way or going against them but they want consistency because then they know what they have to do and i think that's what klopp is cribbing about but with respect to united i really think klopp is just trying to do a fogey you guys have been at the beneficial end of it for the longest time so i hope you guys are going to be at the receiving end of it the the, the bad side of it recently said also some recently recently sadenberg clasenberg yeah 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 exactly and, yeah pogi used to do this and i think klopp uh, with respect to where he is and how the opposition how the other teams the press the media look at him uh, i think klopp is probably closer to fogi than any other manager in between i'm not talking about success i'm just talking about the way they're looked at by teams players media fans alike right uh, there is this weird kind of respect but also this annoyance with klopp that the guy i knows how to get it done but there is also he's he's still a sweetheart at the end of the day uh, i enjoy the fact that he's getting salty and bitter uh, at you the end of something you thought fogi was a sweetheart uh, i was okay, just so coming to I, I, no I but i hate fogi right It's it's how Mazar spoke about Hendo. He hated Hendo before, but now he hates him because he's such a good player. I hate Fogi more than any other manager in world football. But uh, come on, man, you've got to know. Like banter aside, you've got to give the respect that the person deserves, yeah. right? Credit where it's due. So um, so yeah, I I think it's totally cool that Klopp is getting a little salty. Uh, it means that he understands the pressure is on, uh, and he knows that he needs to be doing better. So I'm totally fine with all the whining. I'm sure he's got a plan. So. um shubham mentioned the psychological impact of you know uh, united doing so well i just from what we've seen of klopp over the years i don't think he ever trains uh, or like coaches with an with with a kind of um, you know nonchalance he's always you know you have to be on the top of your game i don't care if you're playing manchester united i don't care if you're playing bristol city i don't care if you're playing in your homes do it yeah. do it well do it right and 
this and i think i said this in one of our previous uh, football episodes also that when liverpool were well not doing as well <laughs> and they had they started their resurgence to the top this one thing which i never saw in liverpool was that we are liverpool we are a big club no we want the result we want, we don't care what game it is we want the result and uh, i spoke about it in terms of like mislight annoyance with how certain arsenal players go about you know we are the arsenal we need to do x y z number of things but you are a football team win and that's what i think uh, liverpool uh, and klopp klopp's kind of instilled that uh, into the side uh, so <laughs> i don't think uh, he is uh, coaching them any different for the liverpool versus united game uh, but yeah and uh, talking about uh, you know mazar said that the rivalry has been kind of drab and dead but uh, do you guys uh, hope to revive it by answering some not so comfortable questions i hope let's go let's go <laughs> okay in case there were to be a player switch between the two teams who's the one player you would pick okay on principle would you agree to getting a player from liverpool or say united from the opposing team yeah, yeah, on principle would you, yeah okay see malu malu is a practical you got levin you got levin to 15 world beaters i'm sure they don't mind na mal mal i would i would i would take van dyke any day man any day van dyke okay okay so so just 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 for the sake of making it slightly difficult no van dyke no bruno now who Now, do you still make a switch? Do you think you need to like? Yeah, yeah. I'll take money. I'll take. I'll take money. I like him. Fabregas said that he's the best Salah, player. I'm taking Salah, man. I'm taking Salah. We don't have a right winger. We don't have a right winger. Give me anyone on the right side who's a world beater, like Caro said. Do Salah any day, and Salah's a like. I like Salah. I'll be very honest. He's a good guy. He, so I don't mind him. <laughs> Apart from the diving, but. Well, everyone does it now, so I'm going to forgive him for that. What about you, Karo? I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the everyone does it now. You had to put it in there. You know that. I had to before he, he, before he, he I made the big statement. He, he made the big statement and gave some relief also. He's 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 not he's uh, very smart with his words. Okay, Karo, kind of kind of yeah. slightly more uh, difficult for you. See, right? if you take it you out, have Bruno, squad, uh, you have a squad yeah. of you said it world beaters. So if you take it out, Bruno, it becomes. Yeah, if you pick it up, Bruno, it becomes difficult. But uh, uh, in all honesty, I'm a big Juan Bissaka fan. I don't think he would ever start over Trent. But the guy defensively is just so astute, right? Like he he gets his job done. So, um, but maybe if Pool had someone like that in the reserves, you know, a fringe player, uh, that kind of thing. Ouch! So maybe I take uh, I take Juan Bissaka as fringe player. I mean, because uh, Liverpool are still attacking most games, so I would start a Neko or a Milner over him. But every now and then, uh, we need to kind of sit back. So Bisaka get into the right wing, right wing back. It's okay. You can keep dreaming about him now. It's okay. Eventually, he'll also start putting in balls you like Trent. You just watch. You just watch. You guys asked for Mane. You guys asked for Mane, right? So Mane and Salah, please. I can take. I can take one Bisaka as my friend. Of course, player. of course. But no, the difference is Salah and Mane go into our starting. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how desperate we are for one winger. Yeah, but United have needed a right winger for the longest time. I yeah. think it's been six years, six, five, six seasons now. They've not had an out and out. I think we've needed a right winger since the time uh, Ronaldo left. We had Valencia, who I don't, yeah. I don't think was ever a right winger. 
and, and then, then we have Ash- Ashley Young, Ashley, Ashley Young, Young bro. then Mata plays on the right. It, it's just like random players playing on the right. You don't have a right winger. Every, so, so just one one slot, one slot out of eleven is by default just makeshift. The makeshift player is going to be put into that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so Ashley Young didn't do well at right wing. Uh, Valencia did. So the natural progression was right back <laughs> and move them on to other places. Okay. Anyway, so the next question is. one player you want out from your club like immediately do you want someone out of your club like no 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 this, this kind of player does not work at a club and i mean someone from the starting 11 hopefully because i think i think you guys can make a pick is again slightly I think for starting 11 i can't think yeah. of anyone i, I can yeah anthony martial you want him out with him I'm I'm done with him. Like I've reached like tipping point with him. If he doesn't perform against Liverpool, then I'm actually like I'm tired of him. He's very well, wasteful. Martial song, isn't it something about how you all wasted a lot of money? Fifty million down the drain. Tony Martial scores again. But no, so so, so Caro on the drain. Get him on a plane. <laughs> no, so the thing is, Caro, it's with Martial. He's been the problem is his like. he's on sometimes and otherwise he's just off and and i don't see yeah. that energy or dedication or that fire in him to actually try something different he stops running and all of that and especially in the united team solskjaer's team you have to run that's the entire point you press for the entire 90 you do things you like i just don't see that united mentality and character that he had mm-hmm. maybe when he had joined I just see that tapering down. Yes, he scores goals. Yes, he's got worldly talents. They call, compare him to Andre. I mean, like, because because he scored, literally, he, he opened up his body and scored. But again. not only that, there's so many things. Like <laughs> you look at his claws also, his Ballander claws and stuff. So that's why, like, no, if I had to pick one guy out, then it would be Martial. I would still want to give him that time, but like, honestly, more, if if it means things. getting some. That's what I'm saying. He's still young. He's still young. But the thing is, what is he? Twenty-four. To bring in someone. Yeah, yeah. He's like twenty-four, man. So if we have to bring in someone for him, take that money and bring in someone is all is my only point. Because he's really tested my patience. <laughs> mother, mother seems to be done with Masha. Malu, you have anyone in mind? And again, I'm of course oh, trying to keep it starting eleven. Yeah, starting eleven. I'm saying it only because the okay, it's very easy to take. Uh, You know, an academy player who's not really up to the mark and say, okay, yeah, yeah of course, in. of course. So starting eleven, if uh, Mino continues to be his agent, then Pogba out because <laughs> I think that guy. Uh, now see with Pogba also, I feel there's a lot of inconsistency. Yeah, there are some games he'll play like, oh my god, you can't have a better centre mid than him, and some games he does rubbish. So I don't know, like, and and see honestly, if his heart is not in the right place, if he doesn't want to be at the club, it's pointless having him around. Uh, so yeah, probably this summer Pogba goes out. Just a fun one. I saw this uh, meme which said, "Why does Pogba always play well in the black and white United kit? Because he's, <laughs> he's still in Juventus." <laughs> oh dear lord! Okay, Caro. Caro can't leave anyone out. Yeah, I no, I, I actually have two candidates, right? Uh, wow. But but uh, see, so here's the thing, right? I think uh, Liverpool definitely need a new centre back, but I don't think you can just stockpile so many because you've got. uh you've got your you've got your main three plus you've got two youth academy kids so you can't even if liverpool get another one it will not be at a van dyke gomez level i mean no one's at a van dyke level but it won't be a gomez matip level right uh so i think 
Gomez probably won't go. He's English. Uh, you've got your registration rules in place and all of that jazz. So I actually think Gomez won't go. Uh, but if if the injuries continue the way they are, you have to let let Matty go, right? There's no two ways. Let Matty go. Get in. Uh, get in. Uh, you you need three top notch centre backs to to see out a season. Uh, and you need maybe two or three more that can kind of be fringe players. So uh, probably Matty. Uh, however, however, and I'm going to throw out a really, really controversial one there. If, 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 right? This is a condition-based release, uh, and I think you guys know what I'm coming to. But I think if Liverpool can get like an advance forward, bring in the advance forward, let Bobby go, cause or you, you, you push him down to the bench, cause I mean, the the game has evolved as such that you need your your attacking three need to have goals between them. Your striker can't end the season with ten goals. It's crazy. It's it's absurd. You can't. I mean, I understand that Bobby is the most detrimental to Liverpool having a good game. Bobby's like Bruno for Liverpool in a way, right? Not not in terms of stats, but in terms of how easily he gets the fluidity and the ball moving. Uh, but man, if that final output is not there and and he ended last season in a slump and he started this season just 10-12 games just being goddamn awful, right? So, uh, <laughs> I think if Liverpool can figure... If Liverpool can figure, you've got a couple of world beaters out there. If Liverpool can maybe rope someone in, I understand this is all COVID and you can't expect a summer transfer and definitely not a big money giant transfer, but uh, play this season out and, and see what we can do. Karo, it was a good save that you said he is like Bruno, but not in terms of stats because I would have so many stats coming at you right now. Right? <laughs> no, I, I, I saw you guys. I said he's you like Bruno. Take, I said, you, don't take, I said, you don't take you don't take his name in the same breath with Bruno. At least in terms I, of stats, I, I apologize for that. I apologize for that. <laughs> I think this is the first time though ever that you throw Liverpool and United fans together and they're both kind of trying to downplay their chances. I don't think this would have this would have happened in the recent past. Uh, I mean, I, I don't mean like in the last two years, but uh, but before that, I don't think there's any chance that a United and Liverpool fan are getting together and kind of downplaying their chances. Hey, if we lose, it's okay, not a big problem. No. Hey, no, 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 we are not okay with losing. By the way, no chance. Please, We're gonna come at you. Please, We're gonna come at you, man. Please, I'm I'm hoping. I think the only way Liverpool can beat United is if United come at Liverpool. If they sit back, there's no chance Liverpool are winning. No man, we'll you will put in one cross and there we'll see Harry Maguire going. <laughs> I'm telling no, you. See, you're doing some Harry Maguire as much as you want, but I think the guy is he's, no, he's no. an absolute he's boss great. when it comes to set pieces, man. Like set pieces Absolutely. and set plays and crosses. I think he's solid. He's solid. No, no, he's fantastic. He's been one of our best players this season. I'm not going to deny that. I just like taking the piss out of our captain sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Quick one, you you don't get time to make your justifications, other. I want I, you do not get the time to make your justifications. One legend from the other team, who you absolutely have no respect for. Okay, no respect for is pushing it a bit, but you would you 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 wouldn't take them at your team. That thing, you wouldn't take ex player from the other team in your starting eleven. Suarez. Oh no, buddy. As much as as much as uh, the antics are not appreciated, he's one guy I would absolutely in his prime kill to have in my side. Mazar. But you said no justification, so I'm not giving justification. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Uh, Mazar, your pick. Steven Gerrard. Oh. Okay, okay. 
I I I can make a justification for that one, but it's fine. Caro, your turn. Uh, Roy Keane, man. <laughs> I I know the justification for this. It's very clearly <laughs> from what Mazhar said. But but Caro, we have a we have a recurring theme in our podcast. Whenever we have a guest on, we always have a prediction to make. What is your okay. prediction for the game tomorrow? Let me anger you guys a little. Three-one Liverpool. We never inviting you again on this podcast. You're out now. <laughs> uh, I I will quickly give in my prediction. I think it's going to be uh, one all. Mass three nil three nil United. I and and on that and on that obnoxious note, <laughs> I'd like to take everyone's leave. Please follow us page for all of our content. You can follow us. Links in the description will be below. And with that, thank you so much, Caro, for joining us today. Thanks, Shubham. Thanks, Mazhar. Bye, bye.